0: that mic is for the uh,
1: Congress lady. I was about to say, where was that voice coming from? <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> Come on, let us stand on our feet. Let's give the Lord the praise he so richly and rightfully deserves. What an honor, what a blessed privilege it is for us to be in the house of the Lord one more time. If you're glad to be in the house of the Lord, if you're able, and as you're standing, put those hands together. Give God the praise that our God so richly and so rightfully deserve. Amen, 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 amen. While you're standing, we, we I just want to share a couple of things with you. We want to welcome you as far as St. Paul. Digital experience, that means we are physically in-house as well as virtually online. And if you're online watching us on Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, or engaging in our live chat room, welcome to St. Paul Online. Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you this morning. So real quick, we want you to share this worship experience with others. If you're on Facebook, share it on your personal timeline, tag people you want to invite to your post. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Then text the link of this worship service to your personal network. If you're in the chat room on our church website. Click on the invite button in your chat window to share this experience with others. Also, we want you, for those that are watching us online, if you're watching us online, could you put in your chat where you're watching us from, the location that you're checking us out? Let us know your city and your state. Go ahead and fill that out right now. Put some claps, put some hearts, and those that are in the house, put your hands together as we prepare to worship our Lord. Minister Ben Paik, would you come?
0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Psalms 103, verse 1 and 2 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises will continuously be in my mouth. If you are glad that God has woke you up this morning, if you are grateful that he has given you another day, put your hands together. If you're in the chat space, give God some praise. Stand up, give God glory, and help us sing our opening hymn, Revive Us Again. lesson together this morning in our chat if you can drop in our chat where you are watching from this morning letting us know what city and state you're watching from so we can see where you are worshiping from the word of the lord this morning will be found in psalms one and psalm 142 it will be read in its entirety and i will be reading from the new king james version psalms psalm 142 I cry out to the Lord with my voice, with my voice to the Lord, I make my supplication. I pour out my complaint before him. I declare before him my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then you knew my path. In the way in the wicked I walk, in the way in, the w- in which I walk, they have, they have scattered they have securely set a snare for me look on my right hand and see for there is no one who acknowledges me refugees have failed me no one cares for my soul i cry out to you O lord i say you are my refuge my portion in the land of the living attend to my cry for i am brought very low Deliver me from my my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Bring my soul out of prison. Then I may praise your name. The righteous shall surround me, for you shall deal beautifully with me. The word of the Lord for the people of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let us go to God in prayer. Oh, gracious God, forgiving father, wonderful waymaker, we thank you. We thank you because this morning you granted us life and another chance. We thank you because your benefits for us are great. We honor you this morning. And our hearts are full of gratitude. So we come this morning looking for an opportunity to worship. God, we ask you that you step into this service. Whether it be online or in this building, we ask you to have your way. And as you have your way, we will give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I'm
2: together if you believe that God's a great God this morning, amen Amen. worthy of all of our praise thank you so much, thank you all, thank you all for that getting us started and hopefully getting the energy up for many of you here this morning, Uh, getting us excited for worship. It's good to see you all this morning. Uh, So good morning to each and every one of you. It's good to see some families in the house. Uh, My name is Reverend Peyton C. Um, For those of you that are watching online, those here today, uh, the children and youth pastor here at St. Paul, and uh, this will be the part of our service where we engage in what I call our impact moment, um, which will be a moment, a message um, specifically for the kids and for the kids at heart. Um, so it is, it is really good to see some families in the house this morning, and um, man, I'm excited for the last week, this last part um, of our Lord's Prayer series, as we kind of look one more time about maybe what's something we can include um, in our prayers to God. So the last message for this series, the title of it will be Strong Enough to Save. Strong Enough to Save. Our memory verse today comes from Matthew chapter 6. Verse 13, and I'll be reading from the New Living Translation, which says this. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. The bottom line or the main point that I want us to get from today's message, guys, is this. Pray each day for God to save. Pray each day for God to save. Look, Simba. Everything the light touches is our kingdom, Mufasa says to his son. Everything the light touches, Simba repeats aloud to himself after hearing he will be king after his father. Looking out over the land, Simba sees a dark place in the distance that doesn't look too great. And he asks his father, what about that shadowy place? Mufasa replies, that's beyond our borders. You must never go there, Simba. Now, if you've ever seen The Lion King, then you know that it's not long before Simba gets a little curious and he's tempted to explore this shadowy place that his father warned him not to go to. Just a few scenes later, Simba and his best friend Nala go with their bird friend, who is named Zazu, to the shadowy place, which is called the Elephant Graveyard. There in the elephant graveyard, they encounter three wild hyenas. And, and here these, uh, these hyenas, man, corner Nala and Simba. And Simba tries to let out a tiny roar to scare them away, but he is unable to scare them off. He tries again, and out comes the loudest roar that you've ever heard. But this roar isn't from Simba. It's from his father, Mufasa. Mufasa scares the hyenas away, and before they go, he commands them never to come near his son again. This part of the Lion King story for me does a great job of reminding us that there will be things in our own lives that can tempt us into even disobeying our heavenly father God. Just like Simba was tempted by his curiosity and his pride to disobey his father by going where he told him not to go temptations will have us wanting to do something that seems great or that seems okay in the moment but in the end we know we shouldn't do it at all just recently one of my biggest temptations has been to notice every little thing my wife taylor does and i'll let it irritate me to the point where my love becomes impatient and selfish all i'll care about is getting my way But see, whether it's trying to remain level-headed with the ones that we love or it's resisting the urge to listen to gossip and spill the tea, guys, about someone that we know, we all face the temptation to give in to sin. Therefore, guys, we need to pray every day that God would save us from our sins and give us the strength to resist temptation. Again, our bottom line, pray each day for God to save. The first thing, guys, that I want us to notice from our verse of the day, our scripture, is that we have to be praying daily for God to give us the strength to resist temptation. It isn't just a one-time prayer. Daily, we need to be praying for God to give us our daily bread, for him to help us forgive, right? We remember these things, and for the ability to resist temptation. God has saved us from our sins already, but we need to continually pray to him for the strength and the ability to live our lives in the way that he would want us to live them. Next, guys, the great thing about God is this, he will never lead us to sin. This is something I've noticed about God because of how good he is. He will never lead us to sin. Did you guys notice that Mufasa didn't lead Simba to the elephant graveyard? He didn't take him there. He pointed to it and he showed him that he should not go there, okay? He showed him the places that he could and couldn't go. But Simba wanted to see for himself what that shadowy place was about. And that, guys, reminds me of where the Bible tells us elsewhere in the book of James, that we sin because of our own desires. We sin because of what we want. And that can sometimes pull us away from God if it isn't in line with what he wants for us and what he calls us to do in his word. Lastly, guys, there'll be times we find ourselves headed down a rough path in life because of a decision that we've made to give in to sin, to give in to temptation. And this guys is when we need to call out to God in prayer and pray that he would rescue us from whatever evil we may be facing in our lives. From the Lion King, did you guys notice that Simba and his friend Nala had gotten themselves into a horrible situation with no way out, they were cornered by those hyenas. Simba's roar wasn't strong enough to scare the evil hyenas away, but guess who was? Mufasa, his father. Guys, our heavenly father is a lot stronger than we are. We are not strong enough to handle temptation on our own. We need God, we need Jesus to come and save the day because alone we are powerless. But with God's strength, we can tackle any temptation the devil tries to throw at us. Again, guys, pray each day for God to save. Will you bow your heads with me in prayer this morning? Dear Lord, just wanna thank you so, so very much for a wonderful series and for a wonderful time getting to explore your word. God, I pray that what your son Jesus has taught us about prayer would stick with us, God, in our, in our day-to-day. That each day, God, we would pray, and specifically from today, God, that we would pray that you would give us the strength to tackle anything that Satan tries to throw at us, knowing that he is not strong enough, God. You are stronger, and that we can handle this with you. Thank you, Lord. We love you, and in Jesus' name that we all pray, amen. Thank you, guys.
1: Come on, can we give God praise and can we give God praise for Reverend Peyton C.'s meditation for our young people? Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Reverend C. Good morning. We have a special guest with us today and um, she is here to share with us uh, some, some news to help our brothers and sisters who are having problems as far as eviction notices and paying back Uh, back rent and mortgages she is none other than our representative sister Alma Adams and so can we put our hands together and give God praise that she comes and give us insight about that
3: praise the Lord everybody good morning St. Paul first of all let me give honor to God and thank him for the privilege and the opportunity uh to be in his house this morning uh dr scott thank you for inviting me and thank you for all of the work that you do in this community and certainly i thank you for your support we've we're facing in our community uh and in our nation actually two pandemics of course we're familiar with COVID 19 and now we've been uh now we have uh been attacked uh, again uh by the delta variants but i want to talk to you about uh, another pandemic and that is this uh pandemic of of uh housing and uh that we face not only in this community but um, across the nation now because of the COVID 19 pandemic and the delta variant the cdc eviction moratorium which you've heard about has been extended now 60 days You know, the the deadline was up just a few days ago, and the CDC uh, and the President made the determination that we would extend it. Uh, Members of Congress have been working really hard. I do serve on the Financial Services Committee uh, under the uh, leadership of the dynamic uh, Maxine Waters, and housing is a big issue uh, for us as well. So, most of North Carolina, including Charlotte and Mecklenburg County, are included uh, in this extension for the moratorium. And so if you're at risk of eviction or foreclosure, if you have received an eviction notice, or if you have a court date already uh, for uh, the next 90 days, I want to invite all of you to a live Teletown Hall that uh, I'm hosting, uh, along with local experts on this Tuesday. That's the day after tomorrow, August 10th, at 7 p.m., and all you have to do is to make a phone call, and it, it's, it's, um, it is uh, no cost to you. Uh, we're going to be discussing the eviction moratorium. We'll have experts on the line, uh, and we will also be taking your questions live. It is a live production, and it is free. Congress has invested billions of dollars, uh, to almost $50 billion, to be exact, uh, to make sure that people could uh, pay their rent and that those who are landlords uh, would be able to pay their mortgages. And we understand that um, if you are renting, uh, somebody is paying another bill for the mortgage. And so um, this, uh, uh, this, the funds that we've put together uh, will make provisions for both tenants uh, and lo- landlords. So you shouldn't wait. You should not wait. And I said we've got 60 days, but it's going to move pretty quickly. And you shouldn't wait to apply for these federal resources that can help you deal with the financial hardships that you're having, and keeping your family in your home. So I would certainly uh, encourage you to join me for the Teller town hall. And finally, I would be uh, remiss if I did not um, say to you, if you don't have, if you haven't received the vaccine, uh, please do so. It is is your shot to survive, and it's our shot to thrive. And we know that, particularly with our community, and now the information that we're getting, that so many young people are being impacted. This is a very deadly, deadly virus. Worse than COVID-19. And so, again, I want to encourage you to do that if you need assistance. We have uh, flyers that you can get on your way out. Um, and the, the telephone number for the Teletown Hall uh, is there. And we're going to have uh, experts uh, who will be there from Ramp uh, CLT, uh, from the Legal Aid of Charlotte, and from uh, uh 211. So um, I want to thank you for the opportunity to be here. I want to thank you for your prayers and your support. And let me just bring greetings from my church, uh, from Mayfield Missionary, Memorial Baptist Church and our pastor Dr. Weary Uh, but again thank you so very very much and we'll look to see you on the call it's not a zoom so you don't have to worry about dressing up and looking into a computer Uh, you can just dial uh, that telephone number and uh, some of you will get the call anyway if you're already on our master list Uh, but but please join us and get your answers to the questions that you may have and get the information that we need. Um, it is so important. You know, I have this little uh, this little um, sign in my office and, and getting back to the pandemic and it says, uh, make sure we're gonna do our social distancing, which Pastor, I see you're doing. Uh, we're going to uh, make sure that we keep our distance uh, because uh, they say that uh, uh, germs wash your hands, of course, uh, because germs and Jesus, they're everywhere. Thank you so
1: much. God bless you. Can we give God praise for our Congresswoman, Sister Alma, Alma Adams. Thank you so very, very much. And we will have those uh, flyers uh, in in two forms. Uh, One will be on your way out and the other one will be emailed to all of those who have registered as far as this worship experience is concerned. Let me, if I could, I just want to share the observations as quickly as possible so that we can continue to move as far as our worship service is concerned. Um, Again, let's thank uh, Congresswoman Alma Adams for her sharing with us and please Ma'am, please, sir, uh, if you can be on that uh, teletown hall meeting on this Tuesday at 7 p.m., the information is going to be presented for you. Um, I want to let you all know that um, our church staff, I'm giving them a week off starting on Monday, August the 16th through August 21st, uh, 2021, to let them get some respite. We have been moving at breakneck speed since this pandemic to make sure that all the uh, bells and whistles work as far as this congregational setting is concerned. And so I just want to give them a week off to just recalibrate before we start our church homecoming service. (laughs) Let me just mention that homecoming service And Revival Week will start on Sunday, August the 22nd at 10 a.m. Our guest preacher is going to be the Reverend Dr. Freddie James Clark, the senior pastor of the Shalom Church City of Peace in St. Louis, Missouri. And I'm asking those who can to give at least a sacrificial offering of $100 from each disciple. Uh, Then following on that Monday, we will have our Revival um, and that will be Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night. And our guest preachers for our revival will be the Reverend Dr. William uh, Houston Curtis, the senior pastor of the Mount Ararat Baptist Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and the Reverend Dr. Jerry M. Carter, the pastor of the Calvary Baptist Church in Morristown, New Jersey. And you can reserve your registration through Eventbrite right now. Register just like you would if you wanted to come to church. Our doors are going to open at 6 30 each night. We will not be serving food here at the church, so eat before you come. Let me say that one more time eat before you come. Let me say it one more time for the Holy Ghost. Eat before you come. Amen. Amen. But we're going to start service at seven o'clock and we're going to move that just like we've been moving all of our other services. Let me just also mention and just continue to share that as we, um, several things about our in-person worship. And again, I want to thank our ushers, medical team, our deacons, uh, First Impression Ministry, media, music, um, and staff and all that are making this to happen right now. Let me just share this from the word go. If the local, state, or federal government said we got to go back to what we were doing before, guess what? We're going to go back. It's not going to be anything of a discussion, dialogue, or debate. If this Delta variant continues to get real crazy, we're going to go back. Um, and, and it's not going to be anything to, to talk about or to vote on. We, we're just going to go back. Why? Because for me, your safety and security after your salvation are are very important. Um, And as uh, Congresswoman Adams said, if you have not been vaccinated as your pastor, you know, I I wasn't pushing folks to get vaccinated because, you know, that's your choice. But but I'm here to tell you, as your pastor, it's better to be vaccinated than not vaccinated. Let me say that again. It's better to be vaccinated than not vaccinated. All of my staff here at the church are vaccinated. Uh, our staff is vaccinated um, uh, because we take this pandemic seriously. Now, let me say something about the vaccination that hopefully and prayerfully you will get if you don't get anything else. The vaccination does not prevent you from getting COVID. You can still get COVID, you could get the Delta variant or whatever. But if you're vaccinated, your chances of not going in the hospital, your chances of not being intubated, your chances of not being put on a ventilator, um, you don't have to worry about that as much as if you are unvaccinated. Uh, It minimizes your chances of having to be hospitalized. Okay? It minimizes the impact that the uh, COVID-19 and whatever variant we've been dealing with uh, can have on your body. That's the purpose of the vaccine. No one ever said that it's going to keep you from getting COVID. Uh, That's why we have you to wear your mask, even in church, because we don't know who got what in here. All right. Now, here's the blessing about St. Paul and what we've gathered as far as our data is concerned. That I know as of last week, Nearly 84% of the people who have registered to come to church are fully vaccinated. Those are some good numbers. Amen. And another 6% said they're going get, to get vaccinated. So whenever we have any pop-up clinics here at the church, if you haven't been vaccinated, please, ma'am, please, sir, get vaccinated. If I had my druthers, I would say you can't come to church unless you're vaccinated. Um, but we're not going to do that. Because guess what? You interact with people in the mall, on the bus, in your daily living who are not vaccinated. Uh, But I want to encourage you, please, ma'am, please, sir, consider getting the vaccination. Consider getting the vaccination. The little drogginess and and the little stick you feel in your arm uh, pales in comparison to being put on a ventilator, to being intubated to being put in the hospital, or worse. Amen? Give me the stick, and let me sleep for at least, you know, uh, 12 hours, because sometimes it will put you on your back. It put me on my back. Amen? I'm just letting you all know. It put me on my back. I felt groggy. I didn't even want to get up out of bed to go use the bathroom. Amen? I'm just telling you the truth. That, that is a sign, hear me well, when it does that to your body, that's a sign you have a strong immune system and that it is activating your immune system to handle the, the, the different variants. Um, but that lasts for a short time. And as soon as that was over, it was like I was energized. So please, ma'am, please, sir, consider getting the vaccine. Consider getting the vaccine. Because guess what? I, I'm tired of doing social distancing. But we're going to continue to do it until we reach her immunity and, and the science proves that um, that works. OK, so I, I wanted to say that and we're going to continue to do what we're doing. But if we have issues as far as the local state and federal government saying, hey, you got to go back to limiting your um, capacity, then we're going to do that. Because guess what? We've been doing virtual real well. Amen. 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 That being said. I want us to prepare for prayer um, and um, just want to share with you all the prayer concern that, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Brother Thomas Falls, our deacon in training, uh, he's the cousin of Sister Rita Campbell, uh, has died. Uh, He died this past Monday, um, and of course, I was so looking forward to having him to come on to our deacon's ministry Uh, His services are going to be here at the church on this Saturday, uh, August 14th. Viewing is at 11, and then the home-going services will take place at noon. We continue to lift up persons as far as hospitalizations are concerned. Uh, Reverend Siobhan McElwain, uh, Brother Willie Robinson, Gina Pettis-Dean, Eleonora Lee, Robert Lund, Anthony Farr, Francis Montgomery. We want to continue to lift up Uh, Pastor Emeritus and his wife, Dr. Paul Drummond, and his wife, Sister Thomasina. And there are other names that will be scrolling up and down the list as far as uh, prayer concerns. Deacon Jacqueline Brown, we want to continue to lift her up as she continues to rehab as far as uh, her her condition is concerned. I'm going to ask that at this time, um, Minister Pate will come and he's going to lead us in prayer uh, to our God.
0: Our God, our Father, our Redeemer, God, we come on behalf of those that are bereaving God and dealing with sickness and hurt. God, we ask you that you just begin to just move in their situation. And we ask you that your healing hands begin to touch them where they are. God, we know that you are a healer and we know that God, your power is awesome. God, we thank you for changing their situation God and even if it's tough right now God we ask you that you just begin to breathe on them God letting them know that you are there with them as they go through God we thank you for your mercy we thank you for your grace we thank you for your power we thank you for your love God we thank you for just being a caring God caring about us in every situation Even when we feel like we're alone, your word reminds us that you will never leave us, nor will you forsake us, God. And for those that, God, are just going through a tough time right now, God, let them rest on that word. That you will never leave them, nor will you forsake them in this tough time. God, we praise you and we honor you. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. If you believe that God is answering those prayers, can you give God praise at this time? Amen, amen, amen. Beloved, and those that are uh, watching us online, it is time to give. It is time to give. Give God praise for the wonderful opportunity to give. As we prepare to give, there are several ways you can give here at St. Paul Church to those that are watching us online. Uh, the ways that you can give is by either uh, mailing your check or money order or cashier's check to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28205. Or you may drop off your cash check money order here at the church. Uh, just call the church before you come at 704-334-5309 to make sure someone is here to receive your offering. Another way that you can give is through our church website, through either Church Life or ACS. If you would follow those prompts as far as giving. The third way you can give here at St. Paul Church is through the app called Givelify. Givelify. If you don't have that app on your smart device, download it. Search for St. Paul Baptist Church, Charlotte, North Carolina. You ought to see this lovely sanctuary. You got the right St. Paul connected to your favorite credit card. And in three clicks, you can give. Amen. For those that are in-house, for those that are in-house that have a physical offering, uh, in just a moment after prayer, there will be a basket in front of you, on the row in front of you. Do not touch the basket. Just drop your offering in that basket. Amen. Just drop your offering in that basket. Our team will come along. They will receive that offering and take it back for the count. You don't have to touch the basket. You don't have to pass the basket down. Just find the basket closest to you on the row in front of you. Drop your offering in that basket and then we can uh, our uh, team will receive it and take it back for the count. Amen. So if you have your offering however you're going to give this morning if you're giving electronically if you're giving physically would you take your offering hold it in your right hand if you're able we want to give God what's right not what's left let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our God we come and we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to give right now not grudgingly nor out of necessity but cheerfully. Why? Because you love the cheerful giver. God, if you would, take these offerings, bless them, multiply them in a godful way so that your word can go forth, your work can go forth, your witness can go forth, and we can worship you in spirit and in truth. In Jesus' name we pray, let everyone that truly believes say amen. If you have your physical offering, if you would, govern yourselves accordingly and do that at this time. And of course, uh, we're looking for our music ministry to bless us with song. celebrate our incredible music ministry how they they have just been blessing us that's an original piece by our minister of music scott david scott gibson let's give god praise for that gift in the house amen 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 what a what a prayer um Oh, go ahead and give them praise. Go ahead and give them praise. We want to continue a series of sermons as far as victorious living is concerned. Today I want to come from Psalm 91. Psalm 91, I will read it in its entirety. Uh, Psalm 91. From the New King James Version of the Word of God, these words are printed. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust. Surely He shall devour you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers. And under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look, And see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord who is your refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all their ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I want to preach for the time that is mine. Uh, the second sermon in this series, The Secret Place. I want to talk about the secret place. Approaching the age of 53 and about a month, I have lived long enough to understand that I can see what happens in the lives of others and not repeat their mistakes. Some stuff I don't want to experience. I could just look at someone and see the hell they're going through and say that's something I don't want to endure. It is called observation. And observation is a great way to learn from others and not repeat their failures, frustrations, and faults While gleaning from their successes, strategies, and strengths to become what God has called and commissioned us to be in Christ Jesus. If you and I want to live a life that pleases God, that lifts up the name of Jesus, demonstrating spiritual values and virtues, it will happen because our strength, because our relationship with God gives us strength to conquer our fears, to overcome our enemies and to change our lives for the better. I am convinced that God does not want us to wallow in fear and frustration. I'm convinced that the Lord does not want us to become food for the enemy's consumption. And and as an observer, uh, I, I have picked up on certain trends and tendencies that you can replicate that will enrich your life and empower you to experience the change that God so desperately wants to bring to your reality. One thing that all of us should observe is those persons who claim a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. In other words, if somebody says that they're saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, got Jesus on their mind, look at their behavior Take notice of their mannerisms. See how they function in positive situations. See how they handle negative circumstances. Because I contend, Brother Dunlap, that how a person handles him or herself in certain conditions is indicative of their relationship with God. I contend that a vital, vibrant, and viable relationship with God, Brother Miller, can produce a sense of sanity, serenity, and sagacity that provides balance in a world that is convulsive, corrupt, and chaotic. The problem with life is that too many of us have made the assumptions that once you get saved, you won't have any problems, that, that once you claim Jesus as Lord and Savior, you won't Have any pains? You won't face any perplexities, but I believe that I got about seven folks in the house. I'll make number eight that will testify that the moment you got serious about following Jesus, it seemed like all hell broke loose in your life. But one thing I will say that when you know who Jesus Christ is in the pardon of your sin, Uh, you are able to have what my mentor and advisor, the late Reverend Dr. Samuel DeWitt Proctor would say, coping capacity to keep your head up when you want to go somewhere, lay down and die. I'll be the first to admit that having a relationship with God can push you to a place that you're not prepared to face if you live your reality based upon the virtues and the values of the culture. In other words, if you claim that you love God and serve God and know God, but you are living your life according to the traditions and the customs of the world, you are living your life not from the perspective of eternity, but rather you're living your life from a perspective of materialism and temporality. When you have a relationship with God that is serious, that is for real, it calls for personal development and spiritual maturity. God has already laid out for you and me God's precepts and concepts and principles that's in the word of God. It is up to us to decide if we're going to adhere to them or do our own thing. Life is not static. Life is dynamic, and let's be honest, life is not an even playing field, especially for people that have been kissed by the African sun. A relationship with God brings to us stability when we're dealing with ups and downs, highs and lows, successes and failures, sunshine and rain, mountaintop experiences, and valley moments, days of joy, or years of pain. As a matter of fact, most of us can testify to this salient point that the only reason we are not dead, that the only reason we haven't lost our mind, and if you did lose your mind, God gave it back to you, is because God was in the middle of your life stabilizing you when you felt like giving up. I don't know, I don't know, Scott, how anybody in this life can live without the person, the presence, the power, and the protection of the living God. I I feel sorry for those that may be watching us online that do not have God in his or her life. Because you're going to soon enough discover that when life gets crazy, when hellhounds are on your trail, When you're caught between a rock and a hard place, the devil in the deep blue sea, you better have a God on your side that's controlling your destiny, that's managing your purpose, and that's empowering you to press forward toward the victory God has for you. You you got to get to what the psalmist says, that secret place. Where you're able to get your centering back and get your foot planted in the safety of the personhood of God's omnipotence and God's omnipresence. You got to have the strength to keep your cool when everything else is falling apart around you. You got to have the strength maintain your sanity when everyone else around you might be losing his or her mind. You got to have the fortitude to lift up a bow down head when others are dropping theirs with tears falling on the ground. You got to have that place of faith that empowers you to face the negativity of your life and say that the Lord is my refuge and the Lord is my strength. That the The Lord is a very present help in a time of trouble. It is rather unfortunate, St. Paul, it's rather unfortunate, St. Paul online, those that are checking us out, that we live in an age of disbelief and mistrust. As a matter of fact, for some that are watching us, that are listening to me right now, even the word of God doesn't have much meaning for your life. However, I will admit That I don't know where I would be if I did not have a relationship with God that gave me strength, stamina, and stability. Because I'll be honest, St. Paul, there have been times, especially in this pandemic, that I wanted to close up shop that there have been times in this pandemic i I wanted to give up i'm just being transparent there have been times i wanted to throw in the towel there have been times i I wanted to get out the race there have been times when i was wondering god why are you letting this happen at this time there have been times i wanted to turn my back but somehow i managed to still show up uh, Day after day, Sunday after Sunday, week after week, month after month, because I found that secret place that strengthened me for my journey and let me know that everything sooner or later will be all right. I want to submit to you that it's important for you, beloved, to develop your life in the secret place. How you develop your life in the secret place will handle uh, will show how you handle public exposure. How you pray in your secret place will direct your praise in public. How, how you handle your devotion in the secret place will dictate your worship in public. I want to submit to more, this morning that this is what the psalmist is impressing upon us as we read this passage and as we sing this song. The psalmist is letting us know that if you're going to place your confidence in, in anyone, it better be God. Because how many of y'all aren't afraid to testify that family have let you down? You've discovered friends will disappoint you. People will not keep their word. Lord knows enemies will harass you. And then there are just certain folks who get on your reserve nerve. If you're going to rise above the clutter and the chatter of the culture and get connected to God, you got to find it in what is called the secret place. The the, the psalmist in this text deals with what I call the polarity of life, the polarity, the extremities, the opposites of life. It It, it is both a song of triumph and a song of trouble. It is triumphant because it guarantees that God will protect us and guide us through the evils of life. But it's troubling because it seems to be based on an unworkable theology, and that is a theology of glory. Because, let's be honest, many of us right now ain't dealing with glory, we're dealing with grind. We're dealing with suffering and God, we got a lot of questions for you right now, but I'm glad the God that we serve ain't scared of our questions. God, what what about suffering? What about the cross? What about the child who dies from a stray bullet? minding their own business, playing in their own house. God, what about the praying woman that has to deal with cancer? What about the loving father who has an aneurysm out of the blue and dies? What, What about God, the Christian, the faithful one, the servant of your church, who prays to be delivered from some stuff, only to have their prayers to go Seemingly unanswered. Can I give y'all a disclaimer this morning? Here's my disclaimer. The sinner can't pray this prayer. (laughs) The the, the sinner can't sing this song. This this song ain't for the uncommitted. This song is for those. uh Uh-oh. Who know. Who God is on the first name basis. This, this song is for those who have committed themselves to following the ways of Yahweh. This song is for those that are serious about God. This is not for the church goer. This is for the disciples uh oh it's getting ready to get real quiet in here because how many of us know you can go to church and still not know Jesus uh-huh it's getting real quiet here you, you, you can show up at church Sunday after Sunday and still not know who Jesus is you can be online and still not have a relationship with the God of the universe but I'm talking to some folks who have confessed Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and said I'll go if I have to go all by my doggone self and I'm gonna serve him till the day I die I'm talking to some folks who know God on a first name basis when you fall down on your knees God does not have to say who is this am I talking to anybody in the house they ain't afraid that's why am I talking to anybody online they ain't afraid to put something in the chat right now and say I know him for myself I've tried him and I found out that he's all This, this, this song is for those who recognize I may have trouble in my life But uh, trouble ain't got me. The, the, The secret place, the secret place is your relationship with Yahweh letting you acknowledge both God's omnipresence and God's manifested presence. God's omnipresence means that God is everywhere at the same time. There's nowhere you can go where God ain't, but God's manifested presence is where the glory of the Lord shows up in certain moments and spaces and places where you can seemingly cut it with a knife and you have to testify, I know the Lord was in the house right now. I know the Lord was in my prayer closet right now. I know the Lord was in my devotional moment right now. What kind of life can be created in your secret place? I want to submit that the first type of life is the hidden life sustaining faith in God. The hidden life. That's in verses 1 through 4. The hidden life. We, we see that God prepares us for the purpose that God has for us in a hidden place a hidden place. It it is a place of obscurity. In other words, your relationship with God, your place as far as the purpose that God has for you, will not always be seen in the public eye. There are some things that God has to cover you from. So that you can grow and become what God would would have for you to be. Can can, can I tell y'all something? And I hope this this bless uh, about five of y'all. The most important part of your spirituality ain't you coming to church or attending online. Your, 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 Your most important points of spiritual development happens in your private time with God. It, it, it's, it's, it's in that private time, that obscure place where your name is not going to be called. Where no one else sees you but God. Where you're not going to get any awards or get any accolades because you showed up to do a devotional time. It's those moments of devotion where you spend time with God in prayer and in reading your Bible and in meditating on the goodness of God. It is your spiritual discipline. And the reason why many of us fall apart in our lives when hell pops up is because we don't want the hidden light. Can I talk for a moment? We put too much stuff on Facebook. We put too much of our business on social media. But I want to let you know that as the Lord develops you, it's going to be in those obscure moments where nobody else sees you but God. And, and, And that's where God does his best work, in those obscure private places If you don't believe me, all you got to do is look at the Bible, look at the Bible, and you will realize that Moses came to prominence after he spent 40 years of obscurity on the backside of the Midian Desert, keeping his daddy-in-law's sheep. You will discover that if you continue to read the Bible, that, 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 that Jesus developed his ministry in obscurity. We see that he pops up at about the age of 12 and he goes to his father's temple and, and his parents leave him there and, and they have to backtrack to find him. And he said, did you not know that I need to be about my father's business and 18 years of silence. And we hear nothing else from Jesus until he shows up at the Jordan River to be baptized by his cousin John. Uh, 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 It's those obscure places. David was developed in obscurity because even after he was anointed, guess what he did? He had to go back and keep his daddy's sheep. The problem is we got too many folks who want the limelight
4: rather than allowing
1: God to develop you in the private hidden place so that when you Come out to do what God will have for you to do, you'll be prepared to face whatever the enemy will throw at you. But if God does not develop you in the hidden place, that the moment the enemy throws stuff at you, you'll fall apart because you ain't got nothing to stand on. I want to suggest, I want to suggest that the secret place, the hidden place for us, is similar to the holies of holies for the Israelites. The holies of holies is that place where only the high priest could enter in to atone for the sins of the nation. Nobody else could go into the holies of holies but the high priest. And then the holies of holies was known as the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant was in the holies of holies and the high priest would take the blood of the slain lamb, the lamb that was without spot of blemish, the perfect lamb and, and would sprinkle that blood on the mercy seat to get the forgiveness of the sins of the nation. Let, let me if I could apply it to our personal life. You and I need to spend some alone time with God. Cut off the television, turn off the radio, get off your computer, and spend some alone time with God. Go to that private place apart from everybody else so you can deal with God by yourself. Go go to that place where you can take off your public persona, take off your public mask, and just tell God God. What's on your mind? Why? Because he already knows what's on your mind. He just wants you to be real with him. Can I let y'all know something? It's that hidden place where you can be real with God, it's that hidden place where you can talk to God about all your faults all your mess, all your problems, all your criticism you can even talk to God about issues you have with God, because the God I know can handle whatever questions you have, and God ain't threatened by your insecurities Uh, and you discover that in the secret place, there's some things uh, you can say to God that you can't dare say to nobody else and God ain't gonna strike you down there, there's some discover about God in the secret place that will blow your mind and enhance your faith. I, I, let me can I tell y'all something? I've discovered that in the secret place of God that my faith was increased in the secret place of God. My praise was enhanced in the secret place of God. My worship was expounded upon in the secret place of God. I discovered that God is El Elyon. He's the most high God. He's higher than any kings and queens on the earth. He's higher than the false gods of the nation. I discovered in my secret place that God is El Shaddai. He's the almighty God. He's the all-sufficient God. He's the omnipresent God. He's adequate for whatever situation I'm dealing with. I discovered in the secret place that he's Adonai. He's the Lord who will keep his word when everybody else goes back on their word. I discovered that in the secret place he's Elohim. He's the sovereign God who created everything we see and don't see. Am I talking to anybody in the house that ain't afraid to testify to me that you discover that God will do some in the hidden, secret places that will blow your mind. What will he do? God will deliver you. What will he do? God will cover you. What will he do? God will protect you. When you get to the secret place you will see that God will blow your mind. He'll do you like the mother eagle will cover you with his wings and let you know that whatever come your way gotta go through him in order to get to you. Not only do you need to have a hidden life, but the secret place will also bring about the protected life. A life where you experience peace of God. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm discovering with each and every passing day that you can't even pay for peace. Listen. Uh, it's a whole lot of folks got money. Y'all know where I'm going with this, but they ain't got peace. And, 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 and when you develop your hidden life, God transitions you to a protected life where you have peace. And, and, and here's what I want you to understand about the protected life. The protected life doesn't mean the enemy won't shoot his or her best shot. But the protected life means that when the enemy does do what the enemy will do, that God will give you peace in the midst of your war, in the midst of your trouble, and will allow for you to be able to stand when other folks will go through the stuff you're going through and less and they fall apart because they ain't got the protection that gives them peace. This means, this means, this means, this means that there are times when the enemy will shoot his or her best shot. And can I be honest, you'll get scared just for a moment. Uh, Uh-uh, 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 y'all don't even know when to shout. Let me say this again. There are times when you're under the shadow of the Almighty that the enemy will shoot his or her best shot, and it'll rattle you, but only for a moment. See, I told y'all y'all don't know when to shout. Can I tell y'all when y'all should be shouting? Can, Can I give you a shout? The shout is not that you're rattled, The shout is, it doesn't last long. (laughs) Woo! Woo! Because, because the moment you get rattled, the Lord, oh God, shows up with some reinforcements to let you know you ain't going through your hell by yourself. Preach Robert Charles Scott. First, 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 so, 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 let me tell you, let me tell you, uh, just because you're protected doesn't mean the enemy won't plot. It just means the enemy won't win. That's why you're able to say no weapon. I wish I had some Bible readers in the house. No weapon formed against you, Shep. Oh, I see somebody know that Bible right now. Uh, The the, the enemy will come. Terror will come by night. Arrows will come by day. But you will be protected from the pestilence and destruction. You will be protected from the wicked. And you will have powers over lions, snakes, and dragons. Let me, if I could, break that down because I got to hurry and get out of here. You got to know that the enemy will do whatever he or she can to knock you off your point. The enemy will mess with you during the night season of your life when fear and frustration creeps in to mess with your mind and disturb your soul. Uh, The enemy will shoot arrows of lies and confusion during the day to mess with your spirit. But God says, I'm going to protect you from this. It doesn't mean these things will not happen, but I will keep these things from taking you out completely here's the shout y'all if you're serious about following God you got to learn how to recognize the terror by day the the terror by night, the arrows by day pestilence, destruction, wicked and the lions, snakes and dragons the terror by night is the fear of the unknown there are times when you have to deal with uncertainty, that's why you gotta have faith, the arrows can be those malicious lies that folks tell, Uh, the erroneous gossip that people spread, lying tongues. Am I talking to anybody in the house? Lying tongues, uh, treacherous plots, uh, and evil intentions, and diabolical schemes. And I have discovered uh, that sometimes most of that stuff don't come from the stranger. It comes from your family, and it comes from church folks. Uh, pestilence occurs because water and food uh, have been contaminated, and we're living in a time now where there is no rain, where our food is not the very best. Uh, and some are experiencing spiritual pestilence because you been eating bad junk food and drinking poison water from social media and from television that could tell you if you name it, claim it, nab it, grab it, get it, get it. You can have whatever you want. The devil is alive. I know a whole lot of folks been naming and claiming some stuff and you still ain't got it but you have learned that your relationship with God ain't based upon a prosperity theology. Your relationship with God is based upon your faith in Jesus Christ. Then you gotta watch out for wicked people. I'm talking about those diabolical, crazy folks that you need to avoid at all costs. And then you need to avoid lions, snakes and dragons. Now, lions, snakes and dragons ain't nothing but another fancy word for the devil. If you don't believe me, remember that the Bible describes Satan as a roaring lion, seeking to devour whoever he may. Satan is depicted in the Garden of Eden as a snake. And Satan is described as the dragon in the book of Revelation. And the Bible says that if you resist the devil, he will flee from you. The Bible ain't never said rebuke the devil because when you try to rebuke the devil he laughs at you. But if you resist the devil, he will flee from you. How do you resist the devil? That when he brings crazy stuff into your reality. Tell the devil to go back to hell and stand firm on the truth and the power of your God. Let me... Can I... Can I give y'all one more thing? I got 11 minutes. But can I give you one more thing? Finally, when you have the hidden life and you got the protected life, God will give you the satisfied life. Satisfied. Verse 14 through 16, satisfied life. God spoke. God announced what God going to do for God's people who truly love God and who truly acknowledge God. With, watch this. Your obedience. Not your praise. But your obedience. Your obedience. You're keeping the word of God. The word love in this text is not translated as the usual word that means passionate. But the word love in this text is translated to mean obedience that among God's blessings you can be delivered and you can be protected and that you can have your prayers answered and that God will be with you in times of trouble. Now for those of us who have experienced a lot of brokenness in this life Psalm 91 can either be a song of hope or a psalm of mockery. If you long and desire to be intimate with God I'm here to let you know that God will be intimate with you. That um, <clears throat> if you're serious about God, God will be serious about you. That, that, that as you continue to let God know your true heart. I believe I got about 22 people that will testify that God will show God's self-mighty. And uh, yeah, God will show God's self-strong. Because uh, in the text, I see that David tells us that uh, the Lord will set you on high. Why? Because you know the name of the Lord. I'm closing y'all, may the Lord bless you real good, but do I have anybody in the house, do I have anybody watching me online that ain't afraid to testify, that ain't nothing wrong with a satisfied life? Uh, A satisfied life uh, is when God lets you live a long time. Yeah, a satisfied life uh, is when God uh, lets you see your children grow up. Yeah, a satisfied life uh, is when the Lord lets you see your grandchildren. Yeah, and and a satisfied life is when the Lord even lets you see your great-grandchildren. Uh, Let me do a church check in the house right now. Do I have uh, anybody in the house that can testify you are living uh, a satisfied life in God? Uh, Anybody ain't afraid uh, on screen to testify that the Lord uh, has allowed you to see your children grow up? And the Lord has allowed you to see your grandchildren. And the Lord has even allowed some of y'all to see your great-grandchildren. Now, y'all, that ought to be a time uh, for you to give God praise. Uh, and, and if you don't have any children and if you don't have any grandchildren and if you don't have any great-grandchildren, do I have anybody that ain't afraid to testify that you've been down on your sick bed, uh, And the Lord raised you up from your sick bed? Uh, in other words, the Lord healed your body and gave you years to your life. That ought to happen right now because you ought to give God praise because you know you should have been dead sleeping in your grave but the Lord gave you strength to run on just a little while longer. But I'm here to let somebody know online, and I'm here to let somebody know in the church house uh, that that ain't the only reason that you and I need to be satisfied. uh, That you and I need to be satisfied because one day we were on our way to hell. Didn't have a God on our side. uh, On our way to hell on a Learjet with some gasoline pajamas on. But do I have anybody that ain't afraid to testify uh, that the Lord reached down all the way from heaven, uh, gave you a reroute and saved you from your sins. Uh, And since the Lord has saved you from your sins, uh, that's more than enough reason for you to give God praise. uh, Because do I have anybody in the house right now? uh, They ain't afraid to testify. uh, If it had not been, for the Lord on my side, uh, ain't no telling where I would be right now. So if you're in the church right now, If you're watching me online right now, and if you ain't too mean right now, if you ain't too scared right now, lift up your hands and throw back your head and give God a praise for a satisfied life. I'm satisfied, yeah, with my wife. I'm satisfied, yeah, with my daughter. I'm satisfied y'all with the St. Paul Church Uh, I'm satisfied y'all with my mama I'm satisfied y'all with my siblings Uh, I'm satisfied y'all with the disciples of this church Uh, but can I tell you uh, what I'm really satisfied in Uh, I'm satisfied uh, that on a Friday afternoon uh, Jesus died uh, on an old rugged cross uh, for my sins Uh, I'm satisfied that they placed him in uh, a borrowed tomb. Uh, I'm satisfied Uh, he stayed in a tomb uh, all night Friday night, uh, all day Saturday, uh, all night Saturday night uh, But good God Almighty. uh,
4: Early
1: one Sunday morning, uh, I'm satisfied Uh, he got up with all power. in his hands. Uh, Now if there's anybody uh, in the house right now uh, that's satisfied, uh, just like me, uh, if you're able, uh, let's give God I satisfy praise. I'm satisfied because you saved me from my sins. I'm satisfied because you kept me. I'm satisfied because you healed me. I'm satisfied because you delivered me. I'm satisfied because you fought my battles. I'm satisfied because you wiped my tears. I'm satisfied because you're in my life. I'm satisfied with all you're doing. So if you ain't too scared, Even through your mask Give God a praise For your hidden life Give God a praise For your protected life Give God a praise Because you're satisfied I'm satisfied I'm satisfied, I'm satisfied in Jesus alone. When he walk with you, when he talk with you, when he hold your hand, when he guide your step, when he fights your battles, when he leads you through the darkness, when he walk with you
4: through the valley of the shadow of death. Ain't he able? Ain't he able? Ain't he able? Ain't he
1: In the house, if you're able to stand, those that are in the house, if you're able to stand. Hear me, hear me well. I want to take this opportunity right now. Oh, go ahead and give him praise. Go ahead and give him praise. I'm going to pray a prayer, a short prayer of new life of salvation our deacons and others are in the house to help someone if they need help right now those that are watching us online we got specific instructions for you I pray this short prayer and those that are able if you would just repeat the prayer after me it's a reminder of what God has done in your life but if you're watching us online this prayer applies here I'm asking you to do something if you're in the house I'm asking you to do something But i want to be intentional right now let's bow our heads and repeat after me lord i thank you that in the secret place you can work miracles and the greatest miracle is the gift of salvation god i want to be saved i believe you sent jesus to die for my sins i believe You raised him from the dead. I believe one day he's coming back. But until then, thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Save me. Forgive me. I thank you now for the gift of eternal life. In Jesus' name, I pray this prayer. Amen. Hear me, hear me well. If you're watching us on YouTube or, or listening to us on the telephone, if you would email us at connect the SPBCNC.org or call the church office at 704-334-5309. Leave your name and your number. Let someone know that you want to be baptized, you want to be saved. If you're watching us on Facebook, type in Salvation in the chat room, one of our digital ministers will reach out to you and let you know what next steps are. Type in salvation right now. They'll let you know what next steps are. If you're here in the church and you want a relationship with Jesus Christ, you want a relationship with Jesus Christ, would you hold up your hand right now so I can see you? I'm going to have somebody to walk with you so you don't have to do it by yourself. Hold up your hand if you want a relationship with Jesus Christ and you're in the house right now. You want a relationship with jesus christ you don't know who christ is in the pardon of your sin you want a relationship with jesus would you hold up your hand 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 if the deacons or anybody see anyone that has their hand up ask them do they need to be walked down we'll we'll wait on you we'll wait on you we'll receive you if you're in the house if you're in the house and you're saying listen pastor i'm already saved but i would love to Make St. Paul my church home. I would love to become part of the tribe of St. Paul. We would love to have you. If you're in the house right now and you want to join our church, become connected. Uh, would you hold up your hand? Somebody will walk with you. you look for a church home? Hold up your hand. Somebody will walk with you. Bring you on down. If you got your hand up, hey, I see somebody got their hand up. Would you, would you go get them? See if they want to come down right now. If you're watching us online, if you're watching us online, would you just type connect? Would you email us at connect at Or if you listen to the telephone, email us at connect at or call the church office at 704-334-5309. Leave your name and your phone number. Somebody's going to get in touch with you by five o'clock tomorrow. If you're watching us on Facebook or on YouTube or uh, on our website, type in connect. One of our digital ministers will reach out to you and let you know what next steps are. We would love to have you to be a part of the fold of St. Paul. Would you go ahead and do that right now? Go ahead and do that right now. Go ahead. Will there be one in the house? Will there be one in the house? Looking for a church home? We would love to have you. If you're in the church right now, we would love to have you. You can go ahead and come on down. Go ahead and come on down. Amen. 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 Well, do me this favor. Can we give God praise for what God has done in the house? Now, I need you all to do me this favor. Do me this favor real quick. I'm gonna give the benediction. Get ready to give the benediction. After I give the benediction, I'm gonna ask that you would sit down. We're gonna dismiss from the floor, then we'll dismiss from the balcony. Follow the directions of the ushers as far as dismissal is concerned because we don't want any congregating in the church. You can fellowship once you get outside, amen? Once you get outside, you can fellowship, amen. Now to him who is able to keep you from falling and present you, fathers, before the presence of his glory with all exceeding joy to know wise God our Savior be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forever and the people of god said amen do me a favor if you would take your seat god loves you so much i love you god loves you even more follow the directions of the ushers from the floor to the balcony and they will dismiss you continue to do your things Scott.